Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Jeremy. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Lexa. How are you? Doing good. Uh, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh, yeah, so uh, my name's Jeremy. I uh, go by Nobility on Discord uh, if you're active in the uh, TTS discords or fan servers you'll see me in there uh usually talking about like guardians or uh hydra every now and then those are the two things that i mainly play but uh i live out in las vegas um i uh i'm pretty big into the local scene out here um uh there's a game shop up in north las vegas called power nine games where we are trying to base pretty much everything out of um there's a there's a good good few people out there that come out every week. We try to try to do events uh, at least every every couple weeks, whether it's casual stuff or or a tournament or something. Um, we've got our qualifier scheduled up there for uh, for LVO for the end of May. So um, really involved with the local scene out here and just uh, just trying to grow that as much as we uh, as much as we possibly can. Fantastic! Yeah, I always love healing about local scenes and stuff. So that makes me excited. And I got to meet you in Vegas at LVO. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, that was my first time at LVO. Um, uh, I was playing in the Invitational, and yeah, uh, it was a really good time. Everything was run really well. Um, it was great. Yeah, that was also my first time at LVO, so yeah. It was so much fun, even if it was a fair bit of work as well on my end. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys were all, uh, you were... Uh, doing great running things everything was super smooth i was i was very impressed mm -hmm. so yes now i must ask you what some view as the most difficult question of the week which is what character not in marvel crisis protocol do you want to see in marvel crisis protocol Ooh. um well i i, I mentioned i'm mostly a guardians player um so i've got i've got several that i'd like to see come in for them uh I know it probably won't happen anytime soon. We just got kind of spoiled with uh, with some new releases here in the past couple months. But uh, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, seeing Yondu come out. Uh, he'd be really mm -hmm. cool to cool to mess with. Um, I think he could uh, be a good two or three threat. Yep. Uh, Yondu Yondu is a very interesting one. Um, like Cosmo is also a very interesting one to look into in that realm. Yeah. We haven't gone Mantis. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd love to see all of those Cosmo, Mantis, uh, Nova at some point. Um, but I think out of all of them, I'd personally like to see Yondu the most. I, Fairvel and Moon Dragon, the wives in a box, would be my pull. But oh yeah, <laughs> for That'd for Guardians, good. just because love them lesbians. <laughs> yep, they are great. Uh huh. And. I think they also bring really interesting and different things to the Guardians that they don't already have. Yeah, absolutely. You could definitely see them getting some some more mystic stuff, um, yeah. which which we're in sore need of. It's really the one thing that we lack right now. Mm -hmm. But mystic is a weird category because, like, most people view it as one of the most like important things, but it is actually energy is so much more. It is the lowest defense against stat, and you guys have that in spades compared to everyone else. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's we're we're 
very rich with energy. So uh, uh-huh. it's easy to it's easy to forget that other affiliations don't have so much of it when we're uh, when we're pretty much all over with it. Yeah, you are my least favorite convocation matchup. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. I I love playing against convocation. <laughs> uh huh. Yes, I play a lot of dumb bullshit, but um, convocation has been one of those things. Um, mostly because there are so many weird characters that randomly get weird bonuses from books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, yeah, we we just say, fuck your books. We don't care. Yeah. Like, Deadpool is one of the funniest characters to put into Convocation. Yeah, I can see that. Because uh, he turns all physical attacks into mystic attacks on books turns, and then he can't be pushed to advance by them. Yeah, that is uh that is a good point. I haven't thought of that one. Ha ha, Black Panther, you're not getting me off this point. It's it is very funny. It's not good, but it's funny. <laughs> and sometimes that's what matters, right? Like yes. not ev- not every game has to be some super competitive uh thing. Mm-hmm. So, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Well, uh, speaking of mystic and energy attacks, uh, we are talking about Ghost Rider today. Yes. Um, so, of course, we are not talk- going to bring him in Defender of the Midnight Suns, his home affiliation. And we're also not going to bring him in Guardians, because we talked about him 110 episodes ago. Wow. On the very first episode of this show. Which is well, bonkers to me. It sounds like it's time to give him a revisit then. Uh-huh. Um, this was... Before the character updates, and before we got 10 tactic cards. Wow. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that was that was before I was even playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Wow. So, yeah. He, he's an interesting character. Um, yeah. He did get bonuses from uh, the update for... Uh, the update of uh, the character update, which makes him a more interesting character, but not a hundred, but not like the best character in the game, like it did to Hulk. Right, right. No, it it gave him a massive boost, but but not quite quite into the stratosphere like that. Mm-hmm. So, what are the first places that jump out to you for playing uh, Ghost Rider? Well, you've already told me we can't bring him in Guardians, because mm-hmm. um, I I do love him in Guardians. But uh, actually, um, I'm I'm just a big fan of Ghost Rider in general because of the flexibility of his play style. Um, like he's super mobile; he can be really good at at playing objectives, uh, but he can also be a fairly decent addition to an attrition style gameplay. Um, so I think that he can fit pretty much anywhere if you're willing to to throw him in and and try uh try different builds around him mm-hmm. um my favorite place and the place that i i kind of want to talk about today is actually in hydra yeah. with uh with baron strucker mm-hmm. uh mainly um i'm a big fan of things that uh discourage your opponent from attacking you or attacking really any of your models and ghost that's kind of ghost rider's mo Mm -hmm. he also gets some really interesting interactions with uh red school master of hydra leadership 
He does. He absolutely does. Um, he's on a large base, so he, so he can he can take advantage of the leadership pretty well. Mm-hmm. And he can specifically because he's on large base can test a point turn one, making him gain power on turn one. Yep, which is always nice. Um, the first place that jumps out to me is actually the other Red Skull leadership, mostly because of the version of Red Skull I've been uh, Red Skull Cabal I've been playing recently. Okay, uh, yeah. Which is a hypermobile defocused cabal, um, where your core is Red Skull, Ulic, and uh, Baron Zemo. Okay. And Ghost Rider just fits in right there of a, like, I am a character that can attack a bunch, but also can rotate between Ds while doing attacking. Yeah, absolutely. He's very, very uh, good at that. Like I said, hypermobile. Yep. So so that is something to consider. Um, are there any other places that jump out to you? Um, super jumping off the page at me? Not, not really. Um, but like I said, I, I do think that you can make him work just about anywhere if you really try i do i do actually like him in convocation i know that a lot of people don't don't mess with that too much but i do like him there yeah i i like convocation they are a fascinating build and playing a bunch of the smaller convocations with him is an interesting strategy yeah he's kind of got the same idea going on as them as uh he doesn't really love physical attacks so Mm -hmm. he he does benefit massively from those books turns and he gets the repos- the massive reposition off of the leadership when it is uh, the place within one when you take damage. Right. Yeah. That's that's another good point. Mm-hmm. Um, which you can do some really tricky stuff with that. Um, because I've seen it not in uh convocation, but I've seen someone position in a way where uh, they got someone like got a ricochet bounce onto another character and then that allowed them to use uh, the Wicked's judgment even if uh, Ghost Rider was getting focused which is a very interesting like using your opponent's ability to spread attacks out against them is very good on for Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Uh, uh, kind of going off of the ricochet just to get in range of it is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty cheeky. I like it. Um, I also think he is an interesting piece in Sam Spam. Okay, uh, walk me through that one. Because uh, I think Sam Spam is really interesting when you're doing a bunch of small things and one medium to big thing. Okay, sure. And you're going to have a lot of characters on the board uh, who are doing a lot of funky stuff. Um, you're going to have some attack redirects in there. You're going to have some aggro in there, in your face characters in there that is going to cause problems for your opponent that they must deal with. So you can protect your Ghost Rider and power him up by just being forceful with it and then whenever and then you get so much distance off of the leadership when someone dazes 
Sure. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, I mean, Ghost Rider does like being with all of those small models. Just mm -hmm. helps his uh, his deal with the devil out. Yep. And Sam Spam has some really interesting options. So, I sure. I played a little bit of Sam Spam recently, and there are some characters in there that you don't expect to do as well as they do, but they do some dumb stuff in there. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's got to be one of the most flexible uh, rosters in the game, right? Yeah. Um, also, everyone's good in X-Men. Yeah. Um, I You know, one that actually comes to mind now that I'm thinking about it uh, is Inhumans. Yeah. Um, the the leadership is nice because ghost rider's getting power all the time right because he's getting power when uh when any of your other models are attacked so he can he can spread that out and i love pairing ghost rider with ronin um because they're both models that your opponent really doesn't want to attack so given the right circumstances if you can force your opponent to choose one of them and have to go into them, it can feel really good for you. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. I, uh, I I really like um, Ronan uh, because of his his counterattack, obviously. Oh yeah. But uh, it kind it's kind of a it's kind of a it's kind of a theme for Ghost Rider, I guess. Like. Damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Yeah. Like if you if you go into him, then he just comes back with deal with the devil. If you don't, then he's gonna make you pay for going into his other friends. And yeah. Ronan's just one of those friends that if you go into him too, he's gonna make you pay for it with his uh, his uh, counterattack and creed justice. Yeah. So we've talked about a lot of options. I know you have your odds on favorite. Yes. Do we want to go with that, or has one of the other things we've talked about kind of sparked your interest? Uh, I still really like the the Hydra mm -hmm. move with, with Ghost Rider, but those are all very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, we're thinking of Baron Strucker Hydra, but I think we want to get both of them in there? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see why we wouldn't. Now, who is your next Hydra agent? Because I, I have some weird opinions about Hydra. Well, um, I mean, Zemo, um, Zemo's got to go in there, right? Like, mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's probably just the, the most all-around versatile three that Hydra has. Mm -hmm. And he just provides kind of uh the flexibility in there with ghost rider because he's another piece that can be very mobile and be very good at hunting the down objectives or he can just focus on attrition and help you out that way too mm -hmm. so my contentious opinion is i think sin is super good in hydra okay yeah um because she is such a consistent power battery for them, and they have uh, Inevitable Betrayal, which is a very powerful but very expensive tactic card. Sure. And she can 
very consistently do it on turn three, which is generally where you want to close out the game. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Um, also, she becomes a super annoying uh, extra carrier between stealth and hit and run and the ability to basically always have hit and run up. Yeah, that's true. Um, she's she's a little bit squishy on that healthy side, but the injured side is, is perfectly fine. Yeah, and she gains power from her from getting injured in a really interesting way um, that I don't think we're going to bring any of the characters that would do it, but I have made use of it on turn one with in the Mr. Sinister version of Hydra. Okay. Where you forced extraction to her turn one, and then she gets the opportunity to walk up and then hit and run onto a middle point turn one. Sure, yeah. So, and I, I do like Mr. Sinister with uh, with Strucker's leadership, for sure. Yeah, but I, I think Ghost Rider prices us out of Mr. Sinister. It makes it kind of tough, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do think Sin is very underrated for Hydra players. Yeah, uh, so, I, I mean, if you're bringing Sin, are you are you bringing Crossbones along with it? I don't bring Crossbones all that often, actually. Okay. But I'm I'm personally not a fan of of their whole gimmick, mm-hmm. um, but I have seen it used to pretty good effect before. Yeah, I've seen it used to very good effect. I'm not. It's more that I am very low on crossbones at this point. Sure. I, yeah, he's, I, he's pretty slow. Yeah, I think he has some interesting stuff he could do if I were to say do an episode on him, but. I don't think he is, like, the end-all, be-all. And it's been a long time since we've talked about Crossbones, hasn't it? One second, let me check my document. I think it might have been a long time since anyone's talked about Crossbones. Yeah, episode 11, so 100 episodes at this point. <laughs> but I am All also right. the show of talking about the Lost Forgotten characters, so they tend to come up more often Sure. here than other places. Um. Who else do you like in Hydra? Uh, well, when we're talking about Strucker, I I do personally really like Zola with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I know some people aren't aren't super big on Zola, but I love his kit, and I think it goes super great with Strucker. Yeah. I can a hundred percent see that. Uh, the the rerolls that he's given are nice, and I I'm personally a fan of the scientific method card, and I like it on Strucker. Yeah. Um, makes him really tanky. He heals back some of the damage from the healing factor, and uh, I I mean I I think it's worth it if you're bringing the two of them along. Mm-hmm. Now the weird question: Do we bring Bob? Oh, I think you bring Bob. Okay. Uh, especially because we're talking about Ghost Rider, right? Yeah. Like if. If we're bringing Ghost Rider, we want Bob in there because he's a guaranteed deal with the devil target, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's on his injured side, um, you still it's take still that. a guaranteed. Yeah, it's still a guaranteed target. Like he's not going to be off the board. Um, he still does KO. He does not subvert KOing like some people like Hella would. Oh right, yeah. Uh, because he will just KO by the card effect, not by getting damage tokens placed on him. But you don't care at that point. 
No, at that point you're you're probably pretty far into the game, and and Bob's done his job, and yeah. now his job is to be the new ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. And I think people underestimate the power of excessive violence at this point. It, I mean, it can certainly whiff, right? Like it's it's a lot of dice, but yeah, um, the, not... I I get more use out of the splash damage yes. on it most of the time. The splash damage is what I was talking about. Two automatic damage and AoE two around a target. You can, you don't aim at your main target with excessive violence. (laughs) You aim at your secondary target, and just auto kill the main target. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of the splash damage for sure, (laughs) Um, especially on some of those grouped up maps. Yeah, so that's seven right there. Um, that's uh, we're at seven characters? characters. Okay, all right. Um, I'm glad you're keeping track. Yes, I'm, um, <laughs> I'm building it in Sweepo as we go. Okay. Um, all right. Um, well, so personally with Ghost Rider, um, I mean, we're talking about Bob and uh, deal with the devil and being a low two threat. Um, I I like bringing multiple two threats if possible. Um, and I like Bullseye here personally. Fair enough. You and me are very different people. <laughs> okay. I I am not a person that likes fielding multiple two threats on the table unless I am doing spam. Okay, I, that's fair. I just I find two threats are very flat kits, and I have more. I am also the dumbass who at sixteen will play four four threats rather than play three threats or two threats. So I am not having good opinions here. <laughs> well, I I mean luckily we have several four threats uh and five threats that that can go pretty well here. Mm-hmm. Um I mean you already mentioned Mr. Uh, Mr. Sinister. Yep. Um I think Sabretooth, uh OG Sabretooth yeah. fits pretty well here. Uh-huh. He's a fun character. Also Omega Red. Yeah, Omega Red a is a monster in that affiliation cuz as soon as someone ends their turn within two he heals one. Yep. So he he does some dumb stuff. Um, yeah. Um he's uh he's very good with Strucker, uh the poison. I, I, I love messing with the poisons uh mm-hmm. when I'm playing Strucker. Uh just because I, if I can stop my opponent from gaining power, I wanna do it. Mm-hmm. Though there's a three threat I wanna bring up. Sure. How do you feel about the howling commandos? Um, I like them. Uh, I think they're very good. Um, I like them with Red Skull. Um, I what what are we what what's the thought with with our Strucker idea here? Oh, I'm more looking at them with Ghost Rider, because they are another character that punishes you, forces you to attack them rather than Ghost Rider, because if you daze someone else, they get that attack off. Sure. And they are a character that can turn one if your opponent commits to the midline, walk up, shoot, and then siblings in arms, Ghost Rider, way up the board. Okay. Yep. I, I can see that. I was I was going to mention Bucky at some point, but I'm good with either him or the Commandos. Mm-hmm. And I think Bucky is a lot more of a selfish character than the Howling Commandos in the end. Oh, that's undoubtedly true. Mm-hmm. And I think we're trying to show off Mr. Ghost Rider, so having some support that also 
is a great, is also maybe one of the best pieces in the game. Is solid. Also, yeah, having absolutely. an range four attack on a stealth character is so annoying. Yes, it is. Um, I do like that uh, because if your siblings and arms uh, using siblings and arms to to push Ghost Rider up, then combine that with a possible Hell on Wheels round one, depending what happens. Yeah, you're going to get all the way to the other side of the board. Yeah, and that is that is traversing the D. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think we're going to get one fourth thread in here. So hear me out. So many four threat options. Hear me out. I mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. What about Ronan? Ronan is a very solid option. Um, he gives out a lot of interesting conditions that he can do so on the opponent's turn. So he gets those extra ticks of mm-hmm. healing from the leadership. Uh, he is an annoying son of a gun. Absolutely. Um, he is actually probably one of the best characters at playing into tall lists. Yes, one hundred percent. He was my go-to where, before the before the Malekith changes. Um, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love putting him on the table. Um, but I I really like as I mentioned him with Ghost Rider, yep. and I really like him with Strucker because mm-hmm. when he's judging people. Uh, He's taking advantage of the leadership out of activation. Yep. And we can actually play both of them at relatively low threat, actually. Because if we're doing Strucker, Zemo, or Sin, whichever, one of our three threats, Mm -hmm. and then Bob, that's 8, 13, 17, we get both, both Ghost Rider and Ronin in there. That's an annoying 17. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially depending on the map. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm down to get Ronan in, especially going into tall lists. He is such a tool. And why more people weren't playing him when Malekith was a menace, I do not know. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. It was a good answer. Uh-huh. Like, walking away, like, oh, I I got, I need, I have my accuser trigger. Walk away, use universal weapon to push them away and give them shock and then drop the token? So annoying. Yep, that's always an option. Uh, and then, arguably as annoying, just Cree Justice and stagger him. Yeah. Uh, but they may be able to pick up the token at that point. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, all depends, but they're both good options. He is also a character that does not mind being in convocation with that 3-4-4 stat line. Yeah, that's a fair point. I've never actually uh, thought of him there. But, like, that sounds annoying. And, like, Convocation is a kill list. Giving yeah. Convocation judgment? Ugh. Yeah, because, I mean, there are a fair bit of lists that have uh, have trouble dealing with them. I can see that uh, just just making that even tougher. Yeah. Because I, I always feel like judgment is the great equalizer in... Or, or the great disequalizer um, in uh, aggro versus aggro matchups. Sure, yep. It doesn't do as much in aggro versus control, but Ronan has plenty of control for aggro versus control and a lot of damage for aggro versus control. Yep. But yeah, yeah, once he gets to where he wants to be, he's a, he's a, he's a menace. But that puts us up to 10 characters. Okay. Uh, 
So next up, crisis-wise, there anything that jumps out to you? Uh, well, it's Ghost Rider, right? So we got to play demons. Fail. He's immune to incinerate. Uh, he's gonna go go up and sit on that middle portal, and he's gonna he's gonna say, "Attack me or attack my friends," and pay for either one. Mm-hmm. Uh. I also think he is a pretty solid Maya Fisk character, especially in this Hydra, with the Absolutely. timings on Hydra. Yeah, uh, I also think that that would be a good pick. Because with the timings on Hydra, you can... Uh, uh, you, uh, bu- bu- bu. Um, you can make an attack, and if you're going to deal damage, pass off the stun before you gain power from a builder. Yep, it's very strong. Yep. What is our third crisis, then? What do you think of Deadly Meteors? Oh, God, please don't run into X-Men on it. <laughs> uh, do X-Men like Deadly Meteors? Uh, the With it all grouped up in the middle now like it is? I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like it, so. But that's also because I play Charles a bunch. Okay. Um, and that may just be the the Charles is one of the masters of X-Men and so can play them on anything scarily well. I haven't really run into anyone playing Deadly Meteors. I, I think I've played it maybe once or twice since the Crisis update, so um, I, I honestly don't know if X-Men like it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on a different way, okay, uh, but in a similar thing of ones that nobody plays, how do you feel about Cosmic Invasion? Uh, I mean, I think it's a fine crisis. Uh, I, I don't know what it does for Ghost Rider. Because uh, he contests it turn one. And sure. then, so you get to roll on it turn one, and if he gets a crit or a wild, he, you can set it up where you, you backstop him, so if they, so either he stays in position, or he gets pushed forward into the team, and then he gets two power, which gives him hell on wheels immediately to double attack from the midline. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. Don't know if it's good, but it's cute. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, um. The only reason I thought of Deadly Meteors right away was just because you could group up Ghost Rider and Ronin pretty quickly on it. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the only reason I thought of it. So your plan is probably better than mine. Well, let I'm doing a quick like stat check, and we're not bad on Meteors. Like that Ronin Ghost Rider right there. That's both two fourth, which is something yep. you want. Um, and then everyone else is a sweet like. Armin Zola's a sweet, so you could get him in there. You're not really doing much with Bob there. Uh, but yeah. that's a clumped up crisis where he can just blow some shit up. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that that was my whole idea, was clump everything up and uh, let them... Let them... Uh, let them fight. Yeah, let them do their thing. I'm down to go for medias. Okay. Um, now... Extracts, little more interesting. Yeah, um, the the first one that would come to my mind would be research station. Uh, yeah. I mean, if we if we want it, if we want a middle fight, right? Yeah. 
15 is going to be a tight one for us, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, we're probably bringing Ghost Rider and just, just a bunch of Hydra boys, right? Yes. Let's look at our 15 options. We have surprisingly more than I was expecting. Well, because... Um, huh. So, what do we got? Uh, we have... Uh, we can go Baron Strucker, Ghost Rider, Red Skull, Bob. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. You also got Baron Strucker, Ghost Rider, Sin, Bob, Bullseye, where you're playing that double two. Okay, yeah. Um, We have also kind of randomed into, because of how closely these affiliations are run together, you can go Sin leadership on this, which I don't think helps, but you we have the option to actually play Sin leadership if need be. Okay. Um... I don't know where that would come in. Probably on high threat scoundrels where you can just go super wide and then start being really annoying because if you push people off of that scoundrels, suddenly you're getting cover from them trying to get back on the point. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, but that, that one's going to be a very niche option, but it's an interesting niche option. Um, and also at weird point values, you could also play two more shall rise if you wanted to. Don't know if right. it's good, but you could. Um, but then you can also go like Red Skull, Ghost Rider, any of our three threats. So like Zemo and then Bob and yeah. run Red Skull leadership. That's also pretty good. And uh, Red School is pretty good on that researcher. So I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, with Ghost Rider there, uh, he's contesting that back point as well, which is an objective token. Yep. Um, so he would get that extra power. And, uh... Spirit of Vengeance does not say non-grunt. No, no, it, it works on grunts. Yeah. Huh. Also, Wicked Judgment works on grunts, too, so yeah. that's hysterical. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> see. Well, not to, yeah, I, I mean, he's getting the power from the grunts being attacked, and then he can, he can, wicked, if, yeah, he can do everything. If they spike into the grunts, they have a bad time. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, I cannot wait. One of the things I'm looking forward to is uh, Master of Hydra in New, New Modox leadership. Oh, okay. Where you can start doing the redirect attack into the grunts, as well as whenever he gets one uh, gets a wild, he gets to choose his trigger. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a really good point. Wow. Uh, it, it's going to be very funny. Um, I'm also, because I am me and really like this model, playing... Uh, Steve, Captain America, Steve Rogers, and New Modoc. Because, again, he gets his flurry trigger off of just hitting a wild. And I yeah. just like that model a lot. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a great model. Um, 
Yeah, that that new Modoc leadership is gonna is gonna open up some interesting things for a yeah. lot of models like that. Uh huh. Um, like Clovis suddenly gets back to old, uh, back to his previous flurry trigger. Oh, let's let's not talk about that. I don't want nightmares, please. <laughs> well, it means he has to change one of his results into a shield, so he's not getting a damage from that success. I don't think he'll mind. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to to brainstorm some new Modoc lists. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's something I have not messed with yet. So that's a good thought. Yeah. Um. Also, speaking of upcoming things, uh, and our vague convocation talks, uh, we mentioned it last week, but uh, Immortal Hulk in convocation themed terrifying. Uh five five Mystic defense, baby. Yeah, and so much <laughs> HP with Doctor Strange there to heal you. And yeah. Wong there to heal you. He's yeah, there. and that that might just be his best home. Yeah. <laughs> and large blaze base reposition off of the taking damage. Yeah, uh yeah, that seems really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I I I mean I know I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with that one uh, at least a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, back to our list. Um, I don't know what other extracts we want. I don't think we mind a Montessi formula. I mean, we're a fairly mystic resilient team. Uh, yeah, no, I think that would be, that'd be fine. It's a fairly neutral crisis, too. Yeah. And, um... There are setups you can do, depending on the crisis combo, where you can suddenly start doing eye on the prize plays with uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely, if he's getting that extra power from Red Skull. Yeah, and then medium move up, pick it up, move back. That's, that is a lot of power suddenly putting on a Ghost Rider. Or uh, you don't get it on Ronin because he's not a big base. But like, right. The fact that um, it... I yeah I I yeah I like that um, I uh, I think it kind of it's it's counterintuitive to what we're trying to do with Ghost Rider in this list, but it definitely works. Uh huh. And so it's my view about Ghost Rider is Ghost Rider is always the first model on the table I want to take off. Okay, I disagree. Cause he gets powered up. By other people getting damaged and other people, you attacking other people. Mm -hmm. So if you can take him off the board, especially in a way that prevents him from doing deal with the devil, you're very happy. Oh, yeah. If you can do it without him being able to deal with the devil, 100% you want to yeah. do that. Um, and with the prevalence of Mystique in, our meta, in, in the meta and now we have Emma Frost, that suddenly becomes a bit more viable. Yeah, Emma's gonna gonna be pretty good at that. Yeah. So and even if even making him pop deal with the devil super early in the game, I don't mind all that much. Okay. Um just because you're net trading out a model, sure. Um but it's like how do I face this? 
the things you want to, at the very least, I want to get Ghost Rider vulnerable. Okay. Because uh, he's a model that I feel like you can't just ignore, like some other models in this game. Sure. Some um, other high threat models you can just kind of ignore. Ghost Rider, you really can't do that because by interacting with anybody on the board, you are getting him into the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is why I love this model so much. Mm-hmm. It was because, because it's like I said, it's it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Yeah. And that's just so thematic of a Ghost Rider, right? Yeah. Like, so my, I, my view as a player is go in and take care of that thing that is causing that choice. Go for the choice rather than trying to work around the answers. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, and as the Ghost Rider player, I, I am perfectly happy to play into an opponent with that mindset because I love to play Ghost Rider in a kamikaze fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just knowing that most likely my opponent is going to expend a decent amount of resources to deal with him mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get him back. Yeah. Which also like he's interesting in that thin leadership that we vaguely talked about earlier. Um mm-hmm. if you are playing Kamikaze cuz he is a character that wants to go contest say their back point. Yep. And you're okay with that because of deal with the devil and so suddenly you are getting that advantage from the leadership in places you don't expect to. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I mean, if you want to talk about power batteries in relation to Sin, I mean, Ghost Rider is a pretty big power battery sometimes. Yeah. So if he's going back and doing that, especially in a list like this, he might be the person who's able to play Inevitable Betrayal for you rather than Sin. Uh, one second. I need to double check the wording. He would have to be a sleeper agent. But- yes. That's what I was double-checking. You would have to sleeper agent him, and I don't think he's quite as good as sleeper agent Hulk. No, it's probably not good, but it's probably fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. No, my favorite thing I have ever done uh, with Sin is I uh, I played down to Ash and Thunder on a uh, point. And then X-23 came in, didn't quite kill Sin, but was winning the point anyway because she was healthy and Sin was injured. Mm-hmm. So I walked away and inevitable betrayed the uh, X-23. So I won the point, but X-23 was still in the two Ash and Sin to explosion. Oh, wow. That is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that... Uh, sh- Honestly, that card is probably my favorite part of Sin or Crossbones. Yeah, that card is so interesting. Um, I've used it to lock down back. Uh, like, if your opponent has to double move to a point on a pay to flip, you just throw two Ash and Sin on it and leave it alone. Right. And they're like, I don't really want to commit the movement to go try and flip that maybe fail and take the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a very interesting tactic card. Uh, yeah. It's it's one that just you don't see very often. So, 
when an opponent pulls that out against you, you're like, what, what is this? this? <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, final extract. I don't think we're an alien ship team. Uh, no, I would agree. I mean, if we're talking about power batteries, Maybe. we we don't want we don't want to blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're a legacy virus team. No, uh, no, that can backfire, right? Mm-hmm. Are we uh, a hammers team? Uh, sure. Um, we're not a bad hammers team. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, we, yeah. we've got we've got. Um, we've got several characters that like hammers, right? Yeah. I mean, Ghost Rider is fine with it. I mean, at least just benefiting from Red Skull's leadership, if nothing else. Uh, um, Sin can yeah. get scary with a hammer. Yeah, Sin likes it. Uh, I Howling mean, Commandos the Howling like Commandos. It. Yep. Bullseye gets really interesting with one. Mm-hmm. Um, Armin Zola doesn't mind them either, because he only has four power on his attack, so making it into a five choose any is scary. Yep. So yeah, there, uh, there are some hammer people. And, like, Ronan can also, like, protect a hammer while still using it. Yep. Uh, I, I think everyone in our list besides Bob probably really likes holding a hammer. Okay. Rules question, and I think I know the answer to this. If you have a hammer and get dazed, do you still get the bonus dice for the accuser attack? Uh, I believe so because I you don't so. you don't drop the uh, objective token until you daze. Yeah, and the accuser happens before you daze. Yeah, so that's a fascinating and annoying thing to do with a Ronin. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, I think we might be a Hammers team. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a fan. And that gives us double eighteen in our uh, tactic cards. Uh, in our extracts, I mean. Okay, yep. So we have a two-third shot of being able to choose 18 as a point value. Which... One second. Let me make sure I'm doing my math right. Uh... You can do Baron Strucker, Ghost Rider, Ronan the Accuser, Zemo, and Sin. I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. That seems like an annoying 18, especially on Hammers. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, even if you wanted to go with Red Skull, I mean, mm-hmm. Red Skull and Ghost Rider and then some more Hydra Boys um, is, is going to be pretty good as well. You can also do one of the lo- the the list of all characters with surprisingly long names. Because you can do Baron Strucker, Ghost Rider, Red Skull Master of Hydra, Bob, Agent of Hydra, and Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. I like it. Yep. Long name gang. <laughs> I'm just like, why is this one so much longer? Oh. <laughs> now, tactic cards are going to be interesting. So, of course, we want Deal with the Devil. Absolutely. Uh, do we want uh, Hell on Wheels? Sorry, Highway to Hell. Uh, I think since we're building a list around Ghost Rider, we do. Yeah, very fair. It's a fun card. Yeah. 
And like I, I've I've had I've had bad games, bad days where a ghostwriter has decided to drag my Groot away from my rocket and mm-hmm. they're both very sad after that. I I Groot, another character I've played a fair bit, Thorn's his partner. Yeah, uh, the, uh, they're both great characters individually. Mm-hmm. Well, Groot is specifically in Death and Taxes, which is a list of, like, let's get all the Root and Loki effects into one list and don't care about affiliation. Sure, yeah, that's that's fun. <laughs> that, that list is evil, even if it's not quite good yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a fun one. Do you want to make Web Warriors have an absolutely terrible day? Oh yeah. Oh. Um, no one, no one's stealing anything. No, because it's like, oh, plus two. Yeah, Groot kind of has been pushed out by Pyro because Pyro can now do it and slow for less price. Yeah, yeah, good old Pyro. But sometimes you still want the tank of Groot. Yeah, Groot. Groot's just great. If your if your opponent attacks him and then doesn't daze him. They they effectively accomplish nothing. So now Hydra wise, um, we talked a bunch about inevitable betrayal. Yeah, uh, I think that that's a good one to bring in here. Uh, I mean, both for sin. Uh, I, I mean, mainly for sin, right? Like yeah. we're probably not bringing sleeper agent here. No, uh, we've also talked a little bit about scientific method. Is that something we want to do? Uh, I would give it a yes. Cool. Uh, are there any other of the Hydra cards you want to go with? Uh, world domination. Okay, yeah. I think uh, I think that's their best card, uh, just in general. Um, I don't see why we wouldn't bring it. Especially if we're playing Mayor Fisk. It's the easiest one to do it on. Yep. And, uh... Let me read the Avada. So we can secure pay-to-flip tokens even if we're not controlling them, right? That's correct, yeah. And we are bringing... uh, So it will also be fairly solid for us to do it on uh, Deadly Meteors. Yep, definitely. Because I'm pretty sure space-wise you can sit Ghost Rider on two of them if you place them right. Uh, Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I have not not measured that. Um... That's something to double check. Now, now that now that you've been mentioning Sin's leadership so much, um, I'm I'm like thinking about that with world domination and how silly that can get. Um, yeah, if you do a two more Shalvai, so she is suddenly a Hydra leader. Oh yeah, yeah, she's she's Cabal. Yeah, yep. okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a little that's not quite right, but that would be terrifying. Yeah, I I mean we and we could do that, right? Like we could bring two mo- two more shall rise in here. Um, we could, because I I mean, what is that? That's eight eleven threat for our three leaders. Um, so it would be a sixteen threat team. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I was thinking like that would be something to think about on like demons, right? Because if ghost riders go into the back portal and then mm-hmm. you can get the, the middle and the, in the front and you're using sins leadership, then you can just push people off potentially and yeah. Activate world domination. I also like, um, sin on gamma a lot. 
because of the timing of it, you do the push for sin uh, before gamma damage. Oh, that's rude. Um, because they're both doing the cleanup phase, so you can order. If I remember correctly, you can uh, the leadership triggers immediately after scoring. Okay. Uh, or they're both it's doing the effect. cleanup. Yeah. It's a player effect, and then non-player effects come afterwards. That yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, pushing them off so they take gamma damage is hysterical. Um, also pushing people off Infinity Formula so they don't gain power from Infinity Formula on. <laughs> also hysterical. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's. I I have not messed around with Sin too much myself, so I've not thought about these things. Yeah. I, I think she has a really interesting leadership that is a little bit curtailed by the fact that it's semi-random. Yeah, that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, So, we have four slots left. Are there any character cards we must get in? Uh, well, uh, what do we have here? Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean, we talked a little bit about Tash and Cinder, so if we wanted to bring that, we could. I don't... I don't know that it's mandatory. Yeah, and I'm just thinking we want some room for uh, our, un- our restricteds and yeah, restricteds and our unspecifics, so we can have a little bit of breathing room on our five. Yep, absolutely. So restricted wise, what what are you thinking? Uh, well, uh, brace probably right um, mm-hmm. because a ghostwriter doesn't like things being thrown at him and he's also a size size three so we don't want him thrown into other things so uh i'm probably bringing brace i'm also thinking a patch up as well just because that big health pool on ghost rider okay um i was gonna say sacrifice Sacrifice. Ooh, that might be a better pull because you can sacrifice stuff off of ghost rider into other people and then get bonuses from it Yep, I'm a big fan of that and uh, sacrificing off of Ghost Rider into Ronin. Um, yeah. Things like that. Uh, not to mention, anytime I have Bob, I really like Sacrifice because mm-hmm. just move an attack into a model that can't be taken off the board. Yep. Um, I think Ronin with Mission Objective is one of the funniest things. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that's definitely a card we want to look at. Because, like, hi, I move into within two of this character. I die now. I, I get to attack, and then I die, and pass this mission uh, token off to that character. Yep. Uh, yeah, I like mission objective a lot here. Mm-hmm. Um, final card. Ooh. Uh, we, does it have to be eyes on the prize? We, we talked yeah, about it a lot. Yeah, I think it has to be eyes on the prize. Because that just opens up so much interesting stuff with Ghost Rider playing if you need to play a more defensive game tone one. Yep. Because uh, there are some teams you don't want to sit on the midline against. Hi, uh, Criminal Syndicate. Uh, yeah. Or Guardians. or Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I do like that, you know, if you if you happen to use that on, say, Montessi with Ghost Rider, like, it just makes him a more valuable target for your opponent have to, yeah. to have to invest into. Mm-hmm. Also, 
Okay. Had to check the order of operations on Deal with the Devil. Okay. To see how it interacted with mission objective. Um, so you do it from the place that he died. And then, that makes sense. Yeah. So you drop all objective tokens and then are placed within one of the chosen character. Sure. That gets really expensive, though. I mean, if we're talking about, if we're talking about needing to spend four for deal with the devil and then two for mission objective, yeah. that's that's a little tough. It is it is expensive, but sometimes you're at ten power and you want, and keeping the objective yeah. will win you the game. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's 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 something to think about. Uh-huh. Uh, it it becomes even more expensive when you're holding a hammer, though. Yes. <laughs> Suddenly, it becomes eight. Yeah, you you better be at ten power. Uh huh. Cool, but we have and, a full list here. Yep. Yep. One one other thing to think about too there is uh is Ghost Rider comes back with his power. He doesn't lose it when he yep. deals with deals with the devil. So if if you're able to have ten power and then not have to spend all of that, then you're coming back in a good spot. He also yeah. removes that activated token. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be quite mean. Uh-huh. I I want to do the dream someday of playing Ghost Rider and, Cabal- and Red Skull Cabal and getting three Ghost Rider activations in a single turn. Ooh, that's going on the to-do list. Because you can... Uh, you can also do this in Convocation. No, you can. Because you have to choose a Convocation character for their one. Uh, okay. Yeah, but, Cosmic Invigoration, though. Yep, Cosmic Invigoration and Deal with the Devil and a normal activation in a single turn. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's on. It's on the to-do list. That's a. That's a challenge. It is also up there with play fearful symmetry sometime. Sure. Yeah. I want to resolve fearful symmetry. It, by God, that is arguably harder than fearful symmetry. Mm-hmm. We also. I also live in a very web light meta. Uh, as do I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are the criminal syndicate haven of the world. I think. Okay. Yeah, we uh-huh. have uh, there was a tournament recently, and it was like eight or ten people between the two different versions of Criminal Syndicate in like a thirty-two field. Wow, yeah, that's a that's a majority there. That's like that is we are a Criminal Syndicate focused area here in Seattle. Don't know what well, that says about us. <laughs> At least you're prepared for it, I guess. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have played a fair bit of weird criminal syndicate where I'm playing uh, all characters that can attack turn one and then move on to the point. So I'm doing like Craven and Rhino and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just to early action efficiency. So, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, our meta here is pretty uh, pretty diverse, but we don't have any Web Warriors players, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not not too much going on there. Definitely can't get the fearful symmetry off. Yeah. Well, it's also like we have a couple people who play different things every week, but we all kind of just avoid web warriors. We recently got a web warriors person, so it's suddenly possible. Okay. We uh we had a three box challenge yesterday at my local store, mm. and uh, I played web warriors for the first time in my life, and I learned that I don't know how to play web warriors. Oh, web warriors are. Huh. I have a. I've had a conversation, uh, a couple talks about them on the podcast recently because I I tried web spam, 
and it did not go well. <laughs> and I'm just like, I think Web Warriors are an affiliation that are bad until you know what you're doing, and then they're solid. Not great, but solid. But, like, yeah. they are so bad if you don't know what you're playing. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh... I, those were definitely the worst games I've ever played in my life. <laughs> um. So, for those of you at home, the full roster is Ghost Rider, Baron Strucker, Red Skull, Master of Hydra, Baron Zemo, Sin, Armin Zola, Bob, Agent of Hydra, Bullseye, Nick Fury, and the Howling Commandos, and Ronin the Accuser. We have Deal with the Devil, Highway to Hell, Inevitable Betrayal, Scientific Method, World Domination, Two More Shall Rise, Brace for Impact, Sacrifice, Mission Objective, and Eye on the Prize. For skills, we have Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come to you. Mayor Fisk, Fisk vows to find missing witnesses and deadly media mutates civilian citizens. And then Research Station attacked, Montessi Formula found, and Fear Grips World as worthy terrorized cities. So yeah, that's a really interesting list. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty fun. I might have to bring that out to my game night next week. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm realizing sin leadership on Peta Flips is very funny. Because you can push them off, which changes the number of healthy characters you have to beat on Peta Flip rolls. Yeah, that's true. Um, or it just gives it to you on Sword Base. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, is there anything you want to shout out? I. Just uh, just Las Vegas local scene again. Power Nine Games North uh, Las Vegas. If you're looking to uh, get into the local meta out here, if you haven't played for a while, you moved out here, or if you're just looking to get into the game, uh, message me on Discord. Uh, we can definitely work it out. Get you in. Uh, get you involved out here. We're looking to grow the scene all the time. Mm-hmm. And speaking of local scenes, my local scene is having the OVO qualifier July 22nd at Mox Boarding House in Bellevue. So if you want to come play in that, you can start signing up now. Um, I know it is a ways away, but we have we're 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 already sold at five of our slots. So we're getting people who are excited about it way in advance. So that's exciting. Um, also, if you want to support the show, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash Lexa White, where not only do you get uh, access to the page, uh, the Discord where you can see all of my custom creations as I continue to work on the versus Capcom expansion to this game. Um, you also get for two dollars a month. Uh, you get my monthly check-ins and my quarterly playlists, and then for five dollars a month, you get the uh, Darkhold, which is my bonus podcast about Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. As well as uh, bu- 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 uh, any bonus episodes about specific with guests about TV and movies I end up doing, as well as all of my year and st- wrap up stuff. Um, so yeah, if you want to support the show, you can do so there. Um, if you want to email the show, do it at morlocksmcp at gmail dot com. And then if you want to uh. See me play something completely different Saturday mornings at 3.30 a.m. PST. I am making custom Arkham Horror the Card Game with the titular Codab at twitch.tv slash games. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for having me. And keep experimenting, people.